The Beatles are a pretty nice band, and we've got a lot to say. The Beatles are a pretty nice band, talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfit a lot, so are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band, someday we'll judge if they're fine, oh yeah, someday we'll judge if they're fine. Hello, and not goodbye. Uh, this is We Can Pot It Out. Um, my name is Roger Cormier, and I'm a huge Beatles fan, and I'm joined by Andrew Loden, who is a musician that, uh, I don't know, well, let, let's let's see what he has to say about the Beatles. I know he's heard of them. Who? I don't know if he's... A, oh, um, so it's like Beatles, but it's spelled B-E-A-T. You get it? Oh, it's a pun. Yeah. Oh. Jeez. Yeah. I don't know if I like pun bands. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what, what other pun bands are there? I, I, I can't, I'm blanking. Now, now I need to think about other pun bands. <laughs> right, but you, yeah, you got to know who you don't like. <laughs> Sometimes that's more important than knowing what you do like, right? <laughs> I mean, that's a good point. It, it shapes your personality more of who you don't like. We're off to um, a rollicking start. Sure. <laughs> rollicking. Um, I think Beatles, um, there's different versions of the story. I think John Lennon's joked that uh, he saw a flaming pie in a dream and it said Beatles on it. And that's how they came up with the name. Um, Marlon Brando was mentioned a Beatles, like, you know, a uh, motorcycle gang in a movie in the 50s. Um, I don't remember the name of the the movie, but I think that's where they got it from. Okay. Um, yeah, they used to be the Silver Beetles and and then all that stuff. I, I'm not entirely sure about the etymology, but it's good to bring this up in the first episode of We Can Pot It Out, where basically we're going to go over every single uh, Beatles song, not the covers, but every Beatles original song. There's plenty of those. Um, and you'll see how it works as we go along. Um, let's start with Love Me Do. Um, you know what? You got to start somewhere. It's, it's inspirational, you know, because the, even the Beatles didn't start with Strawberry Fields Forever. You know, you got to start somewhere. Um, it's a climb. I like the story behind the song more than the song itself, which I think we could agree is weak. Uh, lyrically speaking, it's it's not their best, but you know what? Not a bad first song to have out there. I think I think musically stands out more than it does lyrically. Absolutely, it's bluesy, but it's like boy group <laughs> bluesy. I like the you know even when Pete Best is playing it, um, it's good for banging your head on a, st- a steering wheel. Let's say sure. Um, yeah, boom, boom. It's earworm adjacent. <laughs> like, it's a little sneaky. Um, lyrics can't get over that. Um, it's also inspirational because the, the, you know, the Beals are just new band, and, um, you know, their manager, Brian Epstein, and uh, George Martin, Sir George Martin, I'm sorry, uh, their producer were like, oh, you should record a cover for your first single. How do you do it? And um, they put their foot down. They're like, no, we want to record our own song. 
Um, and that was pretty ballsy of them, I thought. Uh, that's something that, you know, very few bands to begin with did recorded original music uh, in the early 60s. And not only that, they were like, no, we're going to start off with our own thing. Um, they didn't take the cover that they did record of How Do You Do It? Because they weren't that ballsy, but they were they were pretty ballsy. It was um, it was the B side of this, right? No, no, no. It was not. It was P.S. I Love You. Oh. Uh, I believe the cover How Do You Do It? is on the anthology uh, collection. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so Ringo is not the drummer. He is not. No, uh, because they still had Pete Best on drums. Um, he wasn't a good enough drummer. That's the real reason why he didn't stick around. There was always talk that he was too good looking, <laughs> that John, Paul, and George were jealous, and they didn't <laughs> want him to have the spotlight. There's, you know, he's uh, and I, I'll say he's he was a good-looking guy you know he he, he looked good on letterman you know later in the 80s right and he, like, he's still he's a <laughs> handsome handsome man handsome man but a total snooze fest uh when he was on letterman in 1982 and uh he i believe uh he recorded an album called best of the beatles <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I think you. I don't. I'm not, I'm not sure if he was sued about that, but uh, over that, um, you know. But he he could get away with it, I guess. I guess so. Um, breakup was messy. Uh, Beatles tour manager Neil Aspinall chose the band over Pete Best's mother, who he had an affair with, and it, they had a child together. Vincent Rogue Best, uh, R O A G. I don't know if that's how you pronounce. Uh, rope. So it's a little, little, little messy. Um, so Pete Best is on the anthology version. The, uh, but the, uh, the, the, on the single, it's Andy White. Um, Ringo plays tambourine on, on this. And uh, Andy White, you may know, he later played drums on a Carlton Banks and John Mulaney favorite. It's not unusual by Tom Jones. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? <laughs> Worth it. Worth it. If that's if that's your career right there, just those two songs. I mean, yeah, pack it right? up, right? That's you. You should get free drinks forever. Um, how is Ringo's tambourine tambourine work? Would you? Do? I think his tambourine work is actually really great on this song. Oh and, wow! And I think. He he lines up with Andy White very well in each of his snare hits, and it it gives you a, a dynamic feel to to the song that really drives it. Now maybe it's because I've heard it this way so many times, but out of all three versions that are available, I do prefer mm-hmm. the Andy White and Ringo combo. That's that's the single, and it's on "Please Please Me." I think he pushes the band's tempo with his kick drum in a way that Pete and Ringo really didn't. Pete's version mm. makes me feel like I'm a lonesome cowboy on the range <laughs> with the with the rim hits on, on the snare drum and the, oh. the harmonica part doesn't really help that any. So, I don't know, lost in Liverpool on a, on a horse, who knows. But I think the wow. Ringo's version no is name. actually, I think Ringo's version's actually pretty good. I think what suffers is more the recording of it. It's very muddy. Mm. You can't really 
you can't right. really differentiate between a lot of the drums. Uh, but, you know, I think on the version that actually did come out as a single, Ringo does a great job on the tra- on the tambourine. He makes it exciting, and it's a you know it's it's a it's a fun stomp. It's a fun stomp. Uh, George Martin's idea the the harmonica, which I think makes it different than you know. I can't imagine the song without it. Absolutely not. It adds um, something else that it doesn't. That without it, you would. I mean, it would be missing something. I think. Yeah, so Ringo never got over this that he he didn't that uh, that Andy White uh, played the drums on on the official version. Uh, the first cut Ringo is the deepest, said, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, he said that with George Martin. George Martin apologized. So, sorry, sorry, Sir George Martin apologized several times since, but it was devastating. I hated the bugger for years. I still don't let him off the hook. That's what he said. Um, the writing, you know, the, it was a Lennon-McCartney officially. Um, John, as this is typical, what you'll find um, with like corny songs, songs that you would consider corny. John always says, oh, that was Paul's. And Paul says, yeah, it was 50-50 <laughs> between the two of them. Um, love counts. We're, in each episode, we're going to count how many times the word love was in the song, and the love count is... 25! That is a lot. Um, a lot of love. I mean, it kind of sets forth like a lot of, you know, what the catalog's going to be coming up. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like 25 is pretty high even for them. Uh, well, it's we'll, a statement. We'll see. It's certainly a statement. It's like, hey, we're not about hate, we're about love, which which I applaud. Uh, but the love might be suffocating at this point. They're coming <laughs> on a little strong. Yeah. You uh, you didn't see this, folks, but Andrew flashed uh, the peace sign. Uh, I've referenced, I'm sure, to Ringo's peace and love, peace and love. That's no how hurts. he ends every single uh, missive on social media. Uh, <laughs> and please, no more... No more mail. He will not sign anything anymore. Peace and love. Peace and love. <laughs> I tried to join a Beatles Discord, but there was something called a Ringo bot that <laughs> would say peace and love, peace and love every five minutes. So I, I couldn't I understand it. And finally, the Josie scale. Now, we're going to explain this once. The Josie scale... Is the Beatles song question better than Your Love by the Outfield, which, of course, is one of the great pop songs of all time? If it is better, it gets a, yeah! If not, we call it a Josie, since, since Josie is being cheated on and all in the song. So, Andrew, on the Josie scale, where do you put Love Me Do? I'm going to vote, yeah! On this one. <laughs> Really? I'm going to give it a Josie. You're going to give it a Josie? Uh, I'm going to give it a Josie. We're going to have to count uh, like, on all these episodes, too. Like, where do we land? Oh, absolutely. And already we disagree. That's intriguing. Um, okay. This is also going to be very controversial to people who listen to this podcast, that we're, we're comparing the Beatles to <laughs> the other it's greatest great English song. band of all time, it's The Outfield. The, I... I <laughs> It's funny that they're English and they picked a baseball 
um, term for the name of their band. Well, you know, it's also weird that another an English band would decide that you know they need to be a a animal music pun. So there you go. The Beatles are a pretty nice band. Talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfield a lot. So are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band. Someday we'll judge if they're fine. Oh yeah, someday we'll judge if they're fine.